0: the data doesn't lie. So what we actually proved, that uh, when we increase the usage by the staircase roughly about 14%, we could then correlate that to health benefits. So every time you take a step up, you burn 0.19 calories, yeah. your life is extended by four seconds. So we could basically show to the client that during the six month period, the users of the office building extended their life by yeah. 21 days, burned you know 89,000 calories, and they saved over 11,000 lift rides. So interactive, real-time lighting is not trivial, right? Yeah, it, yeah. So when you're actually influencing human behavior, you can translate that into very
1: real benefits. Welcome back to the Virtual Lighting Design Community Podcast, a global platform that empowers, inspires, educates, and connects the lighting design community. This podcast is brought to you by our premium supporters, Aero Hospitality Lighting, Creative Lighting Asia, ERCO, the Signify Lighting Academy, and Felix Lighting. Here's your regular dose of light inspiration. For anyone wanting a visual experience, please do check out our YouTube channel, where you will find the video version of this episode, as well as many other great interviews and presentations by our industry thought leaders. Our YouTube handle is at vld.community. And of course, it wouldn't be complete without mentioning our online platform where the magic happens. Join us and your fellow lighting enthusiasts, where you can gain access to the complete array of presentations, interviews, stories, ongoing conversations, a host of resources, and much more. So please do check that out and explore the community. Now, without further ado, let's head straight into the episode. Enjoy!
2: everyone, I'm Katja Kolovea for the virtual light design community and we are here in the last uh, interview for the day. We are very, very excited to have with us Tapio Rosenius. Tapio, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us.
0: Thanks for having me.
2: So, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit to the people that they are watching this interview?
0: Sure. So, I'm Tapio Rosenius. Um, I'm the founder of Light Design Collective and I'm the CEO of Poet Software.
2: Okay, so uh, now I'm going to just be talking to you, really. And um, there is a big whole like, connection between uh, Tapio and myself because I have been really, really impressed by and inspired by your ambient communication topic. And I would like this interview, since you're part of the, um, of the soul by presenting Poet, to be more connected with ambient communication and all of those things that you do. We had actually the chance to talk with each other in 2019, when I was, yeah, like almost graduated from university. And uh, I would like you to talk a little bit about ambient communication for the people who might not know about it. And then we go more in the POET uh, software that you have developed, Yeah? yeah? How would you define ambient communication?
0: Well, ambient communication is based on this idea that light, in general, communicates with us in a sort of subliminal, peripheral fashion. Mm -hmm. And ambient communication tries to systemize that quality. So we usually call it like ambient communication driving behaviors. So suddenly your lighting design becomes all about setting behavioral goals. So what would you like people to do? So very sort of clearly defined, I would like people to use the staircase more, I would like them to take breaks during the day or Mm -hmm. drink a glass of water, or I'd like the infrastructure of train station be more efficiently uh, distributed in terms of people flow. Uh, So you use ambient communication to achieve those things and you use light to essentially allow it to happen, so enable it. Um, We started this journey roughly about 10 years ago yeah. um, through research, and we've been researching more and more as we go, and it really is a great opportunity. I mean, there's a tremendous proven power there, and it comes from very well-established behavioral psychology mm-hmm. studies. Research. That exactly. That really backs
2: this whole experience and uh, expertise. So. Yeah. Um, If somebody, can we bring like an example here? Like you mentioned also about the stairs and uh, potentially wanting to make more people using the stairs in an office. Yeah. Would you like to set like an example so the audience can really follow the concept of exactly? So,
0: so a good example is. a refurbishment of an office building that we were involved in uh, Zurich, in Switzerland. In
2: Zurich, yeah.
0: And essentially, it's 1960s spiral staircase. We suspended uh, what looked like a very classical uh, pendant feature over seven floors. Um, we then put sensors in every floor where we could see on each flight of stairs, like if it's people are going up or down, if they're men or women yeah. or children or adults, and so we got us to sort of a very rich. Set of real data of the actual usage of the actual staircase. We then took that uh, knowledge and started adding ambient communication interventions. So suddenly, that chandelier just started sort of like pulsating upwards. Up. Okay. And we could see from the data that the uptake of the staircase increased by six percent.
2: And is this chandelier like a long one that starts yeah. from the from lower the ground floor, floor okay. and just flows up? Mm-hmm.
0: Now, where it gets interesting is that we then added interactivity to it, so it becomes a little bit more engaging, a little bit more playful, and that increased the stair usage by another eight percent. So,
2: how a person is actually going up, then the light is also following their speed exactly, okay, and
0: doing all sorts of little effects. So, whilst it could sound a little bit trivial, um, you know, a light is doing this, but the data doesn't lie. So, what we actually proved that uh, when we increase the usage by the staircase roughly about 14%, we could then correlate that to health benefits. So every time you take a step up, you burn 0.19 calories, your life is extended by four seconds. So we could basically show to the client that during the six month period, the users of the office building extended their life by 21 days, burned 89,000 calories, and they saved over 11,000 lift rides. Interactive real time lighting is not trivial, right? Yeah, it, yeah. So when you're actually influencing human behavior, you can translate that into very real benefits. Stuff, and also, it's and part measurable. of the
2: commercial aspect for an office or for any really space to utilize light as a medium to communicate what they also want to achieve in the space. Exactly. That uh, whole um, discussion uh, brings me to the color, the the use of color Mm -hmm. because uh, I have seen like also in uh, Light Design Collective projects, like obviously depends on the context, it depends on many things, but I would like to know your take in general, in terms of looking in the outdoor environment, the color, how the color is, Bringing those messages when you're selecting those data-driven yeah, effects, so like how do you pick the light blue or this, or like how do you define it?
0: Well, it essentially comes from a um, perceptual psychology. So the way the peripheral vision works is that it's very sensitive and very it's very easy for the peripheral vision to pick up certain things. One of them is movement, Mm -hmm. one of them is contrast, one of them is color. So if you want to create subliminal information and kind of suggestive nudging, color is an incredibly powerful tool, Um, as is movement. I mean, movement is arguably uh, even Even stronger. stronger. And so you start with that, then what those colors should be, well, that's entirely contextual
2: for example, on the office uh, project, like, because also we could say that in lighting in general, like, not in lighting, culturally, some people may be responding differently in some colors. Mm. So, for example, in the office, which I'm not sure, like, what colors you picked or a combination of colors, but let's say if somebody's not feeling well with the red color. Like if you would pick in your color scheme, a col- like how do you, what is the process? This is what I'm trying to understand, like to link a little bit what you're doing with the color aspect, if it's relevant. I mean, relevant. There's, no,
0: there's no deeper uh, color psychology than that. So it, it's contextual, so in other words, it's use-based. Okay. So let's say if this, we're an open plan office, it's a normal day lot of daylight yeah. outside, etc. Yeah. Well, I'll switch the lights off. Yeah. I mean, we use the sensing. We'll switch the lights off. Start set, sun starts setting. We might start introducing a little bit of pink, and we must, might start somehow mimicking a little bit what's happening because that's a very powerful suggestion of time passing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the color choice is there as simply to do with something that people already know because you need to be quite obvious. Okay. Now. That same evening, 8 o'clock, the client is using the office for a dinner party, and they start with a little cocktail, and then they sit down. Well, then it just turns into kind of like an art piece. So,
2: If it
0: it looks like a club, great, because it is a club.
2: (laughs) And also, like, the connection here is, like, when you actually do it with your client, you are in the project, Mm. and let's go back in time when you were designing it, and is the client also contributing to this process of what you guys design with the Poet system as well? Like, can they... Bring some context yeah, ideas course. in terms of the colors, like how is the yeah entirely
0: entirely. And also,
2: I, I under from what I have understood from uh, the software is that it gives the user the opportunity to edit things easily. Like it's a the user interface is something that
0: yeah. So the so the software, what is about yeah, is that you have generative content engines, so you can get basically let's say moving graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, you can. Play with them, get them looking interesting and and meaningful in the context of the project very, very quickly without having to do any programming, without having to be a uh, programmer or a coder. You can then lay them into your 3D model, so you see them actually in the 3D model context, show them to your client, and that's basically your concepting. So you're already concepting. There's um, content libraries with 85,000 real-time Uh, shaders that you can Mm -hmm. use plus all the built-in. So there's an enormous amount of visual flexibility there. And when you then go into the project and already in design stage, you can then start thinking, okay, what generates the change? So if I have this cool white surface here, lighting, for what reason would it turn warm and start moving maybe? Yeah. So you say, okay, well, that needs to happen. Um, Always at sunset. Okay, time clock, fine. Um, and also, only if there's over five people in the office. Ah, now I need that data point. And so you then basically start playing with this very conceptually, very creatively with data points and, and the live data that exactly. gives you
2: the data, right?
0: And that then keeps feeding the content engines yeah. that you have set up as a designer, um, but then it evolves over time automatically. And it
2: generates depending on the how people are using the space exactly. and so far. Okay. Yeah,
0: it's like auto adjusting. All, right.
2: All right, that's yeah. awesome. Sounds really exciting. Uh, Tapio, as a last question well, semi last, because I have two. Uh, what advice would you give to young uh, designers joining the lighting design world and profession, like is it like some sort of advice that you would give well, them to towards also connected with ambient communication? Like? Yeah, I, I,
0: would, I would actually really uh, recommend kind of like applying the lens. <laughs> of uh, behavioral science and ambient communication into your design, so starting your design from that starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, and try to just think, what is it that I would like to promote in this space? What are the behaviors I would like to promote? And then go from there. And the second thing I would recommend is go to point.software, okay, download the, the software, yes. it's for free, Perfect. So, so start messing around with it and see what comes out of it. I mean, it's, it's very creative, it's really good fun, it's very intuitive. Um, and, and it takes you to places. Yeah,
2: perfect. Um, last question. What drives Tapio Rosenius to wake up in the morning and <laughs> create all of those things that you have been doing with Light Design Collective, but also with the Poet
0: software? Uh, well, probably this, this kind of realization that there's so much more we could all do mm-hmm. with lighting and mm-hmm. lighting design, that it's somehow very underutilized Medium in built environment. It's used in a very sort of um, how would how would I say it's like a very standard level. way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So people kind of applying
2: yeah.
0: uh, something they've already seen. So kind of like solutions. Um, so what I would like to see is more value, like approaching it differently in order for it to add more value.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Thank you thank so you. much. That was fantastic. Thank you for taking the time to be with us no and uh, sharing all of this. If you guys want to know more about Poet Software, uh, you know where to find more information. We'll be also sharing at the Virtual Eye Design Community Platform more details and how you will be able to approach uh, Tapio directly. Thank you so much, Tapio. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, and have all a great day.
1: We hope you enjoyed this episode and you've gained some insight or inspiration that you can take away or perhaps apply. If you enjoyed this episode, it is always appreciated if you could take a moment to share the podcast with your peers and friends or leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Consider subscribing to the podcast and our YouTube channel to stay up to date with our latest content. Do check out our online platform as well at vld.community. If you would like more, why not go back and listen to some of our previous episodes and hear more from our thought leaders. Thanks for listening, and we will be back with more great presentations or interviews very soon. Till next time.